Hi, Bridal Babes. Welcome to another episode of your favorite wedding podcast, Bridal Buzz. I am your host, Erica Bettis, and today's episode is brought to you by Canyon Springs Golf Club. Imagine getting married next to some beautiful waterfalls. It's a little slice of heaven hidden at the edge of the hill country. All right, guys, let's get to our show. Planning the perfect South Texas wedding just got easier with Bridal Buzz. Hi everyone, we're here today with Erin of Eden's Echo. It is a beautiful, wonderful uh, floral option for you all. So we're going to be going ahead and talking to Erin. Hi Erin. Hi Erica, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good, thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you were able to make it. We also have with us Nicole, which is a bride that Erin was able to uh, provide the flowers for, the arrangements, the designs, the whole thing. So before we jump into Nicole, I want to learn a little bit more about Erin. I'm not super you know proficient in the floral biz or the, you know how it goes so tell me a little bit about you how you got into it you know how did it all start right so in 2006 my sister actually got married and I helped her plan and decorate I was the maid of honor I was the coordinator and by the end of the day I wanted to smack her <laughs> but um the venue where she was working or where she was working where she got married asked me if I would like to come and work with them to oh, wow. help them start doing weddings just from like that one time yes yes, just because they got to know me during her planning process and Mm -hmm. they needed somebody to help them sell the venue so I started helping them kind of venue manage over the summer and we had a lot of brides who thought that they could DIY their flowers (laughs) and I already had an art and design background that's what I went to school for so I kept helping these people to DIY their flowers yeah like the color combinations like I wouldn't know everything well they would just bring things and they're like can you help me put this together and I'm like yes (laughs) so I figured out that I had an affinity for it Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed that a lot more than venue management right (laughs) and sales so I um, kind of started doing it as a side hustle, mm-hmm. and in 2008, I went full-time with it. Cool. So you started, this was your first time in 2006, yeah. and then 2008, you were like, it's my calling. Well, like, it, it's, yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was getting enough business that I, I could afford to not have another job, and I just... I ran with it. Yeah, that's and awesome. Here we are today. And you obviously enjoy it. You came in, she's dressed in floral listeners. <laughs> of, and she's like, everything I have is floral. So she clearly loves what she does. Do you have like a sort of like um, specialty or like, is there something that, or is it just the fact that you know color and you know how to do it? So I always try to go with whatever the bride's vision is. Mm-hmm. I think. For me personally, when I get to design on my own, it's very whimsical, it's very romantic. I love asymmetry. Anything that I can do that's a little different and a little funky, I like to Mm -hmm. incorporate. I'm really lucky though that I get these really awesome bridal babes and they just kind of (laughs) let me take their vision and run with it. And I'll have these crazy ideas and they'll be like, yeah, do it. Like Nicole over here, she was very accommodating when she came to me like three months before her wedding and was like, you know what? I want to change everything that we're doing. <laughs> and that's what we did. So yeah, yeah. I read this story because Nicole's wedding is actually on SanAntonioWeddings.com. And yes. I mean, obviously you are as well. And so um, I read that Nicole kind of changed her mind. So Nicole, this is where you jump in and explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more about all that. Why'd you change your mind? Uh-huh. Well, Erin is, I mean, she's the perfect vendor in many ways, but she definitely was sort of my, um, 
the other Cinderella shoe for me because I really was able to be like, I just want it modest and little. And then we had a budget <laughs> that seriously, I'm not kidding, multiplied probably easily by at least eight times. No, no, <laughs> like you, it, it just, multiplied by four. <laughs> it multiplied by four. Yeah, she um, she was flexible with it, which was great because uh, I think she realizes how important that day is, mm-hmm. and she's obviously talented enough. So um, it's it's it was really cool to just kind of see her in her element, and then these sort of weird PC ideas I had. She just really like brought it together, and then it was just it was amazing. So. so originally, how, how far in advance did you book or start talking to Erin? That's, yeah, that's funny, too. For like 14 um, months? I'm really excited. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think it was no, something like 14, 16 months it's in like advance. the moment you got engaged, you woke up the next day and was like, Erin? No, that's, no, that's the best part, right? Because I got engaged in um, 2017. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay, we're not getting married until like 2020. So yeah. I just need to like chill, but it was literally <laughs> like, wait, yeah, it's 2020. That's yeah. this year. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> been such a cluster like, this year. It's been such a it mess. Was November, it was November of 2018 mm-hmm. and we were getting married in February, 2020. Yeah. So I really did like hold out as long as I could. <laughs> and but then she, I was, she like, wanted to book in the vendor that she wanted. So yeah. you can't be mad at that. I and did. Um, you know, she came to me with a very modest vision initially. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you say, Nicole, that it was more like a courthouse thing? <laughs> oh, but, yeah. But totally. with a venue? I, yeah. Well, I mean, this is right. Everybody's excited for you, your whole family. And so I was like, no, like courthouse wedding, tiny reception. <laughs> and then my mom was like, my mom was like, well, I want to be a part of your, you know, ceremony and you should have a ceremony. And then it just like snowballed. <laughs> but I'm also kind of a diva too. So I was like stifling it down. Yeah. And, then I, and then it just like came out like a monster. And I was just like, I can't hold it in. Yeah, because I mean, the floral arrangements are really like, they were really big is what I noticed. There was a lot of them. And, and you know, it's a totally different look from what she had originally planned her original was like and it has like soft blues and pops of coral and just kind of like you know you're just kind of minimalist and then she saw another wedding that I did Mm -hmm. in November of 2019 that had pampas grass and she was like um don't be mad at me but I'm gonna pin all these things and your your email's gonna blow up with Pinterest (laughs) okay it's fine it's fine so I was really excited that she she changed her vision because she wanted something that was so different and mm-hmm. she was willing to let me just kind of go with it. Yeah, I, I also read that, you know, she gave you free creative reign. Yes. So do you get that often or? Um, I, I get it, I, I would say maybe 30% of the time. Uh-huh. I, I have a lot of my brides are very flexible and they're very fluid because they, they know that they can trust me to achieve their vision. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are just like, Erin, whatever you think. And so it's <laughs> like that, about 30% of them. Some of them, you know, most of them are just kind of like, yeah, so I, I want to do this so as long as you stay within this parameter, you know, blah, blah, blah. But like yeah. literally the day of Nicole's wedding, I went to the wholesaler to pick up a couple of extra things, and I saw that they had these gigantic poppies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, we're adding poppies to your wedding. <laughs> I know that you weren't anticipating that, or maybe it was yeah. the day before. But I was like, so you're getting these giant poppies now, yeah. just because. And uh, the way Erin works, Nicole, I mean, she was just basically keeping you excited and inspired anyway, so you were just kind of rolling with everything. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so we didn't have really any decorations. Uh, oh. We didn't go with any kind of like theme. Oh wow. Our wedding was at the veranda, which is a, as you know, or may not know, a beautiful <laughs> outdoor venue. Um, and I just wanted it like very floral and very lush. And that was kind of like the theme that I wanted. And she just like picked it up and ran with it. And it was um, just made it work. And it was just, we literally had people fighting over the uh, centerpieces. Oh, like, to take so home. To take I, home. I was there yeah. at the end of the night, like, yeah. here, take this home. Too. And they're like, is that one already claimed? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> Just yeah. give them a pedal. Yeah. <laughs> here you go. And, and I think, who was it? Did your mom take home the chandelier? Yes. So, yeah, and that was, an, that was another thing, too, is it just it kept on, like, adding on and adding on. And I was like okay, can you do a flower chandelier? And she wasn't like, what? No. I mean, she was like, yeah, totally. Let's do it. And just <laughs> so excited. I was getting like pictures in real time as she was building it and it was gorgeous. And yeah, I mean, and my mom may still have it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of it was um, dried and preserved goods because we used pampas mm-hmm. grass, we used preserved ruscus, we used moss. Like there was a lot of stuff in there, like uh, eucalyptus that mm-hmm. would dry very nicely. So I, and I told her mom, but when they were taking it out, I was like, well, if you just either cut out or pull out the roses, everything else is pretty much going to stay oh, like this. Yeah. And the other wedding that I had done in November with the pampas grass, I had done a pampas grass and preserved uh, chandelier for them as well. Mm-hmm. And they still have it at their mom's. Oh, wow. So that's so cool. It's, it's the craziest thing because usually a floral chandelier, it's just good for the I night. I mean, anything floral, yeah. Right, right. But because they were using these preserved elements, it's a really cool piece that they could put right. like in the living room if they wanted to or just in any room so yeah. it's or even mounted on the wall I think would be a really cool art piece if you're funky and brave enough so <laughs> yeah if, if you're uh, what do they call that when you're crafty or like yeah. Craft, the building yeah. yes. um, which that actually makes me think about so I was on your site and I was looking at some of the arrangements that you've made and um, obviously a lot of them are the more traditional kind of ones but then I saw that you have succulents on there too I was like since when are we including succulents in there so I've been doing succulents in my wedding work for a really long time mm-hmm. and I never I never provided floral delivery like of arrangements or anything like that but when COVID-19 hit and we were all shelter in place and people were needing pick-me-ups people kept reaching out to me hey I want to send flowers to my mom or my cousin wants to send flowers to her nieces you know what can you do and one of them reached out and they said they wanted to get a couple of succulent gardens and I was like okay cool so I put them on the website and then I had a couple of people who follow me oh well I want a succulent garden too and it kind of grew and I had so many people reaching out that I ended up putting a small shop on Eden's Echo oh, for delivery cool. so anytime somebody orders something from us for delivery we don't keep any flowers in stock we always buy for our clients mm-hmm. so it's all designers choice basically and what we do is we just ask okay do you have color parameters do you have a favorite flower you would like to include just tell me kind of the vibe that you want to go and then I go shop for that I create it and I deliver it so it's all extremely custom just like my wedding work and it's not FTD it's not wedding head of flowers (laughs) (laughs) it's Eden's Echo yeah wow that's that's really cool like you make sure that it's very personalized so could you like walk me to that walk me through that process of like 
the consultation and how all that yeah, works. Yeah, well, I'll talk a little bit about how Nicole and I went. Yeah. So she booked me so far in advance, and she booked me online. <laughs> she booked me online and through telephone, and this was before we were doing video conferencing. So it was all like, okay, let me look at your Pinterest. Mm-hmm. We were on the phone. We were doing things through email. So, you know, I get an idea of their vision. I put together a proposal, and Nicole, it's so different now because now I'm using software that my proposals have these beautiful, it looks like a Pinterest board, basically. There's photos, and it's just so much more comprehensive, I think, <laughs> than it was last year. Um, Compared but, to what y'all were doing was like emails yeah, yeah, or it's, something? Yeah, it was all email, and my contact was all text, oh, So, okay. was, and my proposals were all text, and then I'd be like, okay, so it's inspired by this, and I might put a link to her <laughs> Pinterest board yeah. uh, pin for the bouquet that I was thinking, you know, so we're inspiring it by this, and these are the flowers that I'm going to use, and it's going to cost this much. So, and that's still what I do now, but now when people reach out to me, it's, we've been doing video consultations, obviously, mm-hmm. and... It's all very visually based, but what I try and do is really understand the vision of the bride, and I always try and keep the budget in mind, and when Nicole kept adding things, I was just having, like, little (laughs) mini panic attacks, because, you know, it started out so modest, and she kept wanting to add, I'm like, are you sure? Like, are are you okay? Like, like, because if somebody tells me, you know, initially, okay, well, my budget's 2,500, I'm going to do all that I can, and if they show me what they want is $5,000. I'm going to be very honest and say, that's really beautiful. What you want for the size wedding that you have with the flowers and everything is probably gonna be closer to 5,000. And so I ask them, do we really need to stick to the budget or is there some wiggle room? You know, would you like me to quote it the way you envision it so that you can see what it would cost and then we can kind of scale back or go you know because the thing about florists is it has to be really customized right it's it's not like one size fits all no and doing packages is really hard and I have people reach out to me all the time and they're like well it's really hard to get an idea to know what the flowers are going to cost so my typical range for say a 150 person wedding with a bridal party of five on each side um, typically they're going to spend around four thousand dollars for kind of like they want a few tall centerpieces they want an arch done you know but they're not going over the top if they want really premium flowers then it just goes up it really depends on your floral choices and if you want bigger pieces it's just you know more bigger pieces is more flowers and you know I always (laughs) have suggestions I always (laughs) recommend to my brides you know reuse your bridesmaid bouquets as centerpieces Anything that you can reuse from the ceremony, reuse in the reception like we did for Nicole. Mm -hmm. Um, Did that work out for you, Nicole, what we did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, she was definitely like, we kept adding and adding. And I, she has, you know, she's been doing this so long. She's a total professional. So she knows um, what you're trying to say, what you're trying to get at. And she's like, okay, well, this is how we make that work. And then it just, I mean, totally totally seamless um, and, and gorgeous. I mean, we literally reused some of our aisle decorations. We moved them in. Um, they were part of like a major uh, photo booth that all my guests enjoyed. And some of them were centerpieces and you would never know. It was just, it was totally seamless, totally like behind like ninja effort. <laughs> and, like, you know, it's, it's during cocktail hour when everybody's busy getting drinks. So yeah. we sit there, like she had all of her, all of her tall centerpieces that were the rectangular ones on the, on the tall risers on the, oh, okay. on the rectangle tables. 
those were her aisle markers. So what we did is like we just carried them in and we put them on the risers really quick and then her ceremony arch were actually two flower towers that wasn't attached to the thing. So we were able to take them inside and put them on either side of the photo booth backdrop so that they had all the flowers from the ceremony in the oh. photo booth pictures. Mm-hmm. So do you do that on purpose? Like as you're creating the designs, you think of like yes, multiple ways. Like I said, I always tell people repurpose where you can. My ideal couple is a couple who actually cares because if they're like well we just need a couple of things flowers aren't really our thing <laughs> that's not really right. the kind of bride that I mean why would I, you ask for flowers if they're not your thing though well, because it's um a compulsory item for uh, weddings right like everybody <laughs> oh I just need a bouquet and I just need a few flowers on the table some people you know they they're they're not really passionate oh, wow. about the flowers and I'm so lucky that my brides typically come to me and and my and you know my bride's brides and my groom's grooms like all you know everybody who's uh, who's worked with me recently has actually really cared about their floral and they're very excited and it's a big part of their day and that yeah. that's the kind of client that I love to work with the most because I get to make their dreams come true and yeah. I get to have a great time like doing Nicole. it. Yes, like Nicole. <laughs> and I, I love getting to know my clients. You can ask Nicole, like yeah. that's, that's like us sending each other baby Yoda memes at like two in the morning. <laughs> Nicole, what was your favorite thing about, um, you know, the flowers? Not, not about Erin, cause I know you love Erin, but what was your favorite thing about the work she did? Oh, definitely the, the color palette. The color mm-hmm. palette was exactly what I wanted. And I think, um, I would venture to say the majority of brides don't necessarily go in knowing, you know, all the different species of flowers and, <laughs> and flora and whatnot. So um, it was really great to just kind of be like, here are pictures that I like. And then they, you know, kind of morphed into exactly what I wanted for my wedding. So that that's really kind of what I was leaning on was just this, this sort of ombre palette from sort of like a raspberry to a hot pink to a coral mm-hmm. to a beige and that's really kind of what we stuck with intermixed with green uh some greenery mm-hmm. and um and that was definitely I mean that was just it was gorgeous and just festive and you know it was on February 29th so spring's right around the corner yeah. it was a beautiful day so um it definitely gave a, the romantic whimsical vibe that I wanted but even down to looking at the pictures of uh, my husband's boutonniere. I mean, yeah. it's just gorgeous. The detail um, was exactly what I wanted, and I really did kind of want this, like, sort of wild, kind of free-flowing uh, vibe, and I got that from the boutonnieres to the bouquet to the chandelier. Um, and it, it really just all came together in, it tied the wedding together into the theme that I wanted. Erin, so. any last tip, any last tips or advice that you'd like to share with the listeners before we wrap up? Sure. Um, I always say plan early, mm-hmm. know your budget before you reach out to your vendors. Um, that whole 10% of your, your wedding should be floral budget. That's a very like 2000 <laughs> and one sort of a figure that just doesn't apply anymore and Pinterest has really changed the way floral is included in weddings so it really is a larger expense than a lot of people think mm. and a lot of work goes into it so make sure that if you do want something complicated to go to a vendor who is established and who knows what they're doing and they can give you the best advice that way you really get what you want. Nicole do you have any last words for the listeners? Oh yeah um, I think that 
you don't be afraid to ask questions because when I told Aaron like, hey, like I really do you do anything with like candles or anything? She was like, yes, of course I do. Yeah. And I was like, I had no idea that a florist could do that. I thought I'd have to like hire somebody else. <laughs> but it, there really wasn't a part of my wedding that wasn't touched by a votive or a candle pillar or something like that. And that was all Eden's echo. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I, and she came with the creativity too, because I was like, I care more about like the kind of romantic light from a candle versus like how big or heavy it is. Mm -hmm. And so she was really able to take the reins on that as well and execute it with my vision too. If you, if you're going with the right vendors, like research them and mm -hmm. going back to what I was saying about, we're going to be social distancing for a while. Uh, it really does kind of put a different perspective and lens on the decisions a lot of brides have to make. It puts a it puts a perspective on the decisions you have to make, who you have to invite, if you want to postpone your wedding so that you can have your family there, or if you want to just have a small wedding. Um, and I would say trust your really just go with your gut and your intuition. I'm so so glad that we were able to have a wedding pre-pandemic, like mm -hmm. literally like right before it started. Yeah, you you said it everywhere, so that's right right before yeah and yeah seriously and um but it was the last time we all saw each other honestly like it was mm -hmm. really one of the last times i saw the majority of my friends and family so if that's important to you like go with those feelings and go with that go with that gut okay thank you all right well um Erin, how yes. can they reach you? If they listen to this episode and our listeners are like, oh my God, I need to go check out Erin, where can they go check you out? So they can check us out um, on SanAntonioWeddings.com. We have a vendor profile with them, or they can go to www.EdensEcho.com. That's E-D-E-N-S-E-C-H-O. <laughs> and your social media, please. It's all at Eden's Echo. Okay. So my Instagram, on Facebook, it's just Eden's Echo, no apostrophe. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, Nicole, I don't know if you want the world to know how they can reach you. <laughs> I'm on, I mean, I'm on Instagram. Okay. Um, it's just, it's all one word. It's disco wife life. Okay. Just like it sounds. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, you know, if you have any questions at all or feel like I have more to advise, <laughs> you can always reach out. Okay, perfect. Thank you. All right, listeners, thank you so much for listening to us today. Thank you, Erin. Thank you, Nicole. I'm so glad you guys were able to make it today. I want to remind everybody that you can always subscribe to our YouTube, subscribe to our podcast, and make sure you're following us. Today's episode was brought to you by Canyon Springs Golf Club. They have beautiful waterfalls, and you're going to want to check out this venue. It is a little slice of heaven hidden at the edge of the hill country. All right, then, Erin, uh, look at the camera up here. Nicole, you're just going to have to wave it to your camera. <laughs> and we'll see you next time, Bridal Buzz listeners. Want to be a guest on our show? Just visit SanAntonioWeddings.com and click on Bridal Buzz. We'd love to hear from you.